If you want to succeed in marketing, if you want to get big marketing results, you don't have to become like some super marketing genius or marketing expert. You really have to just focus on developing one single advantage, one single advantage. And it's hard not to succeed if you continually do this one thing. That's what we're going to talk about today. These are the proven direct response, marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Furr, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. All right, so today's episode is sponsored by me. Specifically, I want you to check out the link in the description to the scientific path to increasing profits. That's the scientific path to increasing profits. It shows you how to think like someone who runs marketing experiments, to think like a scientific advertiser, a scientific marketer, and to learn what works best to increase your profits through scientific advertising. The link is in the description. It's part of the BTMS Insiders training catalog, which is like Netflix for copywriting and marketing training. So you pay one low fee, you get access to everything. Okay. Uh, so. Back to my claim, you don't have to be some number one marketing expert, some top marketing guru to get incredible results in marketing. So what do you have to do? What's that one advantage you have to develop? You have to be willing to experiment. The people who do the most experiments in marketing, in advertising and sales approaches, they tend to do best because Smart experiments can create a lot of breakthroughs. And just by experimenting over and over and over and over again, you are discovering things that work on a regular basis. Which brings me to this idea of the experimenter's advantage. The experimenter's advantage. So this, this, this uh, attitude, I guess, is really more powerful than expertise or gut feelings or anything like that, because this attitude, this willingness to experiment is what unlocks just incredible results for you in marketing. So first things first, like you can, you can approach marketing as an experiment and you can say, I wonder if this is going to work. I'm going to try something that I don't know if it's going to work, but I'm, I'm going to try it and I'm going to run a limited test that limits my downside if it does not work, but that allows me to figure out if this is something that will work, right? And, and so you test it and you say, oh, this, this doesn't work or this does work. Or once you have something that's working, you can test between things to see what works best. You could, you could start with the test of multiple options. So you have a new product that you're launching and you write two separate product descriptions and you say which one of these converts best. Maybe one is really focused on just short bare minimum sales pitch and one of them is a longer more in-depth let's say it starts with a story and goes into all of that about the product before it does the sales pitch and you test and you say which one works best in this context to my audience to this traffic etc right the, the, the whole key here is you are not investing yourself in one of these working best. What you're investing in is this idea that the market is going to tell me. The market is going to tell me what the best advertisement is. 
And that market is always more accurate than your expertise, than your gut feelings, than whatever agreement you may come to in the conference room or in some Zoom call trying to figure out what's going to work best. The market will always tell you what it will respond to most. And the more experiments that you run, the more that you practice this experimenter's advantage, the more knowledge you will develop of what works in your marketing, in your marketing. And that's important because honestly, as much as we can talk about best practices, as much as we can talk about, okay, follow this formula for marketing, ultimately what it comes down to is what is your implementation and how does that work for your audience? And does that work better than some alternative approach? So how do you run a marketing experiment? Well, it's, it is based on the scientific method and it uses all the same principles of scientific, like the scientific method. Uh, and so here, you know, I can certainly defer to, hey, go learn the scientific method, go learn how experiments are run in a laboratory, like in a scientific laboratory. But the basics are, as applied to marketing, number one, you make a hypothesis, right? The, the thing about uh, scientific advertising, scientific marketing, is it tends to be much less formal than, let's say, an experiment that needs to get written up and published in a journal. Still, the same process applies. So you make this hypothesis. What do you think is going to work best? You, you, you put it together, probably based on best practices. Sometimes you want to test against best practices with some more uh, radical, uh, like some, some more innovative idea, right? But typically you're gonna wanna start with a test of best practices, um, probably based in direct response marketing, and maybe you're going to test things against that, right? But you're gonna make a hypothesis. This is what I think is going to work. This is what I think is going to work best. Here's two things that we think are going to work. So we're gonna test those things. So you make this hypothesis. This is what we think is going to work, right? then you have to run the experiment. <laughs> uh, so uh, it's important to know, and, and obviously there's like way, you can go way deeper on this, but you run this experiment, you want to design a controlled experiment. And what that means is that you test a minimum amount of variables at once. Now, uh, in, in traditional like direct mail marketing, they would have one copywriter write a complete marketing package and another copywriter write another complete marketing package. So they are testing package one versus package two. The other thing that would happen is once they have a winner, they would have, um, they would, they would test, let's say, let's say package one, one. And, um, and once they had that established as a winner, they would test envelopes or they would test the cover if it's a magalog or they would test whatever they would test the first impression or they could test the offer the thing is you don't want to test the offer and the cover and the you know picture on page three at the same time and think you're going to get good results because you need to isolate variables in order to get um, in, in order to get reliable results that you can take action based on going forward. So you design this controlled experiment where you know exactly what you're testing. You wanna do random split testing. Now online, this is super easy because the tool, there are tools that make it super easy. So for example, ClickFunnels being one particular platform that a lot of uh, funnel-based marketers are involved with, ClickFunnels has really easy split tests where you say, I wanna create a different version of this page. And what we're going to measure is who goes through to the next step in the funnel. 
right? And so there's this isolated variable of which one of these creates more clicks to the next step in the funnel, or which one of these creates a higher cart value, or which one of these creates whatever, right? But we're going to design this controlled experiment. We're gonna run random traffic against it. So person one, person two, person three, person four, uh, or alternatively, it does this little random generator that over the course of hundreds or thousands of people viewing this, it roughly equals out to the, the, the same number of traffic going to each side. Um, and then what you're going to do is you're going to have this de uh, defined success metric that is going to be what you're going to measure. So which one has the highest click-through rate, which one has the highest conversion rate, which one generates the most sales or leads, or which one generates the highest cart value, et cetera. You define the success metric that you are looking to change with this test that you're running. Then you need to run the test itself. And for that, you're gonna use whatever tool you have that allows you to split test traffic. There's a lot of them out there. I don't wanna get into details on that. What's more important is the thinking behind running the test. Then you want to track it. So you wanna track the response that you, that you get, that you generate from the two different items. You need to be able to measure you know, the response of, of test one versus test two. And then, okay, so let's say we run test one and it gets uh, two sales and we run test two and it gets three sales and each of them has had 100 visitors to them. Is that enough for us to make a decision? Well, there's this little thing called statistical significance. And for marketers, it's made really easy. There are split test calculators and ClickFunnels I know has it built in. A lot of split testing tools have it built in. Otherwise you can just Google split test calculator and you can say, I had this many visitors go to this page and got this, uh, this measured result. I had this many visitors go to this page and got this measured result. Which one is, is going to be the winner? And what you might find, for example, with a hundred visitors to each and one gets two and one gets three conversions, that that may not be statistically significant, meaning you don't have enough data yet in order to make a reliable decision that the one that got three sales is actually going to outperform in the end. Because suddenly, if 101 people suddenly see each, and then the one that had two suddenly has three sales, and the one that had three only has three sales, then it's the same, right? Um, so you have to keep running the test until you reach statistical significance, which is uh, at least typically at least a 95% likelihood that the winner in this test is going to continue to perform um, in a superior way to the, the, the challenger or the one that it was up against. But then importantly, uh, you know, what you've done if you've gone through that entire process up until this point is you made a hypothesis about what would work best, you designed an experiment, you ran the test, you tracked the response, and then you know, you know like, oh, version B outperformed version A, version two outperformed version one, whatever, right? The, the really important part for you as a marketer that's going to make you a much better marketer and that's going to develop your marketing genius as you're already getting genius level results is that you want to reflect on the results you got. So my hypothesis was that this would outperform. Did it? No. Okay, well, why did this one beat it? So you, you ask yourself, why did that one beat it? Why did that one win? What can you learn from that? What, what can you learn? Like how, how can you, what new hypothesis could you make for your next test that would, or what next test could you run that would allow you to verify that, oh, uh, 
whatever rule we used for the winner in this last test is more of a rule or it was a fluke or whatever. So you want to think about why one may have performed better than, than the others, what you can learn from that, what you could repeat from that. And importantly, for example, if you want to redesign the order page in all your funnels, are you able to get consistently higher conversion rates across funnels? Or is it just something about that order page in that funnel that worked really well? So you want to verify the results. So this is a, honestly, that's, that's a great start to, to developing this experimenter's advantage that, hey, I'm, I'm going to test things. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to make a hypothesis. I'm going to run an experiment. I'm going to run the test itself. I'm going to track the results and I'm going to learn from it. And I'm going to do that as often as possible in order to maximize my success in marketing. If you do want to go deeper, check out that link in the description. I think you'll see why it's relevant at this point to the scientific path to increasing profits. It will, uh, it will walk you through the kind of thinking that people who run successful marketing tests are thinking when they are running those tests on a regular basis. It goes much deeper into this, and it's part of BTMS Insiders. We, you pay one low fee, you get instant access to the entire catalog of training. I'm Roy Fur. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. And hey, with every episode, I'm aiming to help you increase your marketing genius. And uh, I do have to, I do have to give a little hat tip here to Jay Abraham, who used to run a marketing newsletter called Your Marketing Genius at Work. And one of the foundational principles of Your Marketing Genius at Work was that if you test, that's how you discover your marketing genius. And so with that hat tip to Jay, uh, I would encourage you to develop the experimenter's advantage and increase your own marketing genius. And I'll catch you again in the next episode. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.